never brought to mind another year of make it stop oh it makes me wanna die Happy New Year, Stubby! Ooh, ringing it in. <laughs> oh, ringing Drop it that in. ball. Oh, yep, right on my face. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's another year. It's another beautiful, beautiful end of the year recap episode, which technically means that we've been uh, like a, a podcast for just a little over a year, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, and we I feel like we've produced a lot of quality content in that time, you so know? You know, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome, Stoppies. You're welcome for putting ourselves... So 30 episodes or, or something of, of this. Is this the 30th episode? I believe this is the 30th oh episode. Oh my goodness. Wow, what a long, in strange In a year, ride. in a year. I don't want to do the math of the ratio of the number of minutes of music that is terrible that I've listened to this past year to the number of minutes I've spent I don't know, reading or exercising. It's, <laughs> whew, it's bad. Yeah, it's like for, for me that would be like ten, like two thousand versus uh, zero and zero. No, I, I actually I read I read books. <laughs> See, I don't know, man. All I know is that I was the one person who was definitely not posting on social media about my Spotify Wrapped year. <laughs> oh, I didn't. No, same. Exactly. Right? Like I can't even listen to the playlist they made me. It's like half. Oh no. It's like half. M and M. Hinder. <laughs> <And> hinder. <laughs> It's not good, Stoppies. It's it's it hasn't been. It's not a good year in music, and it hasn't been a good year in society, as as we know. It's still another year in in Trump's America. Yep. So still a nightmarish dystopia. It really is sliding ever further into the abyss. And we're just making it worse on ourselves, which is great, you know. Right, right. Mm. If we have only a few years left to live, then we might as well spend it doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and like my sp- my Spotify was even more fucked up because I actually spent all year researching. Oh no! For this very episode, oh, you know, because you can't, oh. you don't know what the worst albums are going to be unless you listen to as many bad albums as you possibly fucking can, it's and like, that's just what I did. I wish you could just speed it up as like a montage, and and then it would be done. But no, you had to, you had to get deep in those trenches. What yeah. what has that done to you, Mike? How has that process been for you <laughs> this year? I mean, I don't know. It's you know, I just. I take it as something that's going to make me stronger in the end, hopefully. <laughs> you know, like this is just bu- building my mental toughness. Unlike exercise, that's just a waste of time. Right? You know, when the when the resources run out and, you know, we really start being ravaged by climate change and like yeah, I need right. to move to Bangor, Maine so I don't get fucking, <laughs> you know, like caught in a tornado. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we're just getting invaded by left oh, and right. Like, man. you know, uh, this, I, I'd like to think that listening to all this bad music <laughs> is going to make me extra prepared for your quick wit. The- will get you out of a out of any any dangerous hairy situations when we're when we're living in the fucking wasteland. You know, if I can listen to these albums, I can take being tortured by the CIA for, you know, um thought crime you know that's that's actually that's true <laughs> i never thought about it. maybe this is therapeutic <laughs> i mean i do know for me it is it's obviously therapeutic to you know get on a mic and and rant loudly uh on a, on a regular basis i mean listen we don't have those howie car or rush limbaugh numbers but uh you know some of you listen to this so actually we should we should really spend you know just a moment before we get fully into the you know the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst year um on record still um so we just veer hard to the right just to try to get those rush 
Rush Limbaugh numbers. <laughs> just pull, just pull a Louis C.K. Well, when you hear our next episode, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we will be doing that. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? We're going country, folks. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. So, yeah. so okay. We wanted. I wanted to take a moment, and I wanted to say thank you to our fucking incredible stoppies because this past year we just hit our over 3000 downloads mark Woo. which is awesome and last year's end of the year uh episode is almost at 200 listens so we really appreciate that and that's really fucking cool that is really dope i, I really i didn't expect anyone to give a shit about this podcast and i don't fully understand why they do but i'm i'm grateful for it we really are i think well you know we're all in the trenches together here uh and as you know, Furiosa myself. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's important to to laugh. Here. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Like bad things are funny. I mean, there's <laughs> I'm getting that out of this. That's that's true. There is I that. La- I get to laugh from time to time. You know, how was your 2018? Uh, how was your 2018 wrapped? Did you did you listen to any good music this year? Anything anything oh. anything to take the edge off? Put oh. me on the spot. I mean, listen, I love, uh, yeah, actually, one of my favorite new artists of 2018, and not a new artist, but like new to me artist that I'm really hyped about is uh, Snow the Product. I love her. She's an awesome rapper um, from LA, I believe, and is is gonna is gonna pop off. I spent a lot of time going to local shows, lots of local hip hop. Nice. Um, like I love shout out to Oompa and Brandy Blaze and Neon Black and Cliff Notes. And Still Gold, all sorts of Billy Dean Thomas, really great local Boston hip hop um, came out this year that is just out of control, talented. Um, and I went to a lot of live shows, yeah, to like support my friends. So did I listen to other good music outside of what I know? No. <laughs> I just listen to bad music. <laughs> I just listen to bad music all the time, and then I go see live music that I like. And uh, which actually I'm going tonight to see Ja Rule. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> which, that's dope. <laughs> which you should come. All the opening acts are those local awesome. Boston hip hop acts that I just mentioned. So Maybe I will. it's it's gonna be popping. Um, anyway, so that's what I did. I mean, my 2018 was a fucking. Uh, I, I, this is the hard part is that I feel like like my own personal like success and growth uh, is is you know uh, inversely proportional to like you know the our country yeah. <laughs> and what we're going through because I like every year gets better for me personally in my life but um you know obviously starting this podcast is a huge huge uh, accomplishment got a fucking house this year you know yeah. what I mean it's a big year for me so I I love 2018 except for you know everything else <laughs> yeah right everything outside of your like it, my immediate world. bubble yeah yeah, yeah. no yep. same same for me you know i mean like the podcast is great the band's doing good i'm doing yep. good at work me and my partner moved in together and mm-hmm. You know, I'm starting that part of my life, and like it's uh, it's pretty tight. That's a nice it's a nice thing, guys. This is not why you tune in for us, though. You want to hear us hurt ourselves, and that's we're, we'll get we'll get to we'll that get soon. Into that. Well, <laughs> so for for 2018, uh, in terms of good music, I, I actually I think a lot of good music came out this past year. And as a gift oh, yeah. to the stoppies, I actually I've made a playlist of all the songs that we're gonna play on this show. That's uh, a gift on this episode. Yeah, you can. That's what so a gift if you, is. If you ever, if you want to hear more <laughs> than the clips. If you want to get that deeper context and subject yourself to the same bullshit that we do, uh, it'll be available on Spotify. I'll post it up on the Facebook and the Twitter. But I also made a uh, playlist of my favorite songs from my favorite Aww, albums of, uh, of 2018. That's so nice. So there's a lot of good stuff on there. You got some. Uh, what were some of the highlights? You know, uh, the new Daughters album, the new Mitski was really good, 1975. 
the new Ice Age was great. What else did I put on there? Uh, oh, the new Robin album is great. You would oh, love that, Heather. Yeah. You gotta check that out. Yeah. Oh, and you really loved Sophie, which I re-listened to, and I, I also am digging a lot more now. Yeah, Sophie's um, tight. Sophie's I'm, lo- I'm loving the like the aesthetic scary, is awesome. queer uh, electronic music that's going on right yeah. now with like Sophie, all the PC music artists, Sophie and fucking Low Tick and and uh, Arca, all uh, and and. Even like shit like Charlie XCX, like where it's just kind of yeah, right. It's taking like electronic music and pop and just like making it like um, angular, angular and yeah. embracing its plasticness and yeah. like just turn scary. If yeah. Farrah Abraham in- inspired almost, yeah. So where to would speak. The, uh, no, absolutely. So to speak, if Farrah- I, I've I've come full circle on this. I I can't deny the influence that <laughs> fucking Farrah Abraham has had on our electronic music culture. It's terrible. <laughs> How did I say those words? <laughs> it's true. And, and fact, I'm sure she is totally oblivious to it. Like, I'm sure she has absolutely no idea. And I bet you if she put out a second album, it would be released on PC Music. Like, <laughs> Maybe they, they should. They should take her Credit into the Credit us for this idea. Um, yeah, I actually wanted to say other music that I love this year, fucking R- Cardi B, man. Like, yeah. really awesome year for, like, for, again, for, like, Que- like feminist hip hop, queer hip hop, um, but Cardi B and Jay Jay Balvin, Bad Bunny, all the all the uh, Spanish language um, hip hop tracks that have come out this year. There's a lot more Latin influence in in uh, you know pop music at this point. Um, uh, I'd give you shit about like co-signing Drake because he grooms teenagers, but I yeah. uh, I really liked the um, Kanye and Kid Cudi album. So what can I say? Yeah, Kanye is. Kanye released some really bad singles this year. I would, I would say, I love it is an honorable mention. That was Um, absolutely my worst song of the year. I hated that. Everything about it. I hated the performance. I hated the SNL shit. The you didn't like the music video though. With them with the like the square shirts. I don't fucking care. I didn't get past the fucking every everything else that I had to wade through to even just hearing that shit on the radio. You could hear the DJs being like, "All right, well, this is this song," and then like they're like, "We're you know we kind of have to play this," <laughs> and then like <laughs> Lil Pump is and then really it just stopped getting play. Like in the live performance, like Lil Pump is just seems like dead, nerve, dead and ner- <laughs> like. I don't understand why he's so popular. He a has corpse. no energy on well, stage. Well, there's one of the artists on our list that follows, you know, that exact same baffling pattern of like being a, a human corpse. I'm trying. I was trying to think because last year we did. Uh, I talked about the albums that I oh, thought that were going to be bad, yeah. but ended up being good. Like last year, I was like, "Oh, the AFI album surprised me." And this year, I don't have too many for that. I mean, there were there were more albums that were like I thought were bad, but just not quite bad enough. And I don't think that's as interesting. Like the new Jack White album is like very bad. But um, it sh- it didn't make the cut. Uh, but what surprised me, what really shocked me, was the Black Eyed Peas in 2018 dropped the best album of their career. The first time ever they have made good music. I saw that shit on my Spotify and I was like, I can't wait. This is going to be a podcast episode. Like, I got it. And I listened to it and I was like, bobbing my head. I was like, oh, shit. Like, they... Uh, they go back to their like boom bap roots and the beats are great and they're like just like rapping about real shit and Fergie is gone and I was Bye. like I can't, I, can't, <laughs> she at? I can't even fucking believe it. I can't. I was shocked. That's I did stunning. not think it was possible. So shouts out to the Black Eyed Peas. Oh, wait. Who will be on a future episode of this podcast. I feel like we've we've exhausted all yeah, of the things that were good. Things uh, that we enjoyed. <laughs> I've uh, meticulously compiled this list. And uh, I think these truly are the worst that 2018 has to offer. I think we should just get into it. I think we should, This too. is the 10 worst songs on the 10 worst albums of 2018. 
Um, and we're going to start things off at number 10 with Fallout Boy, their album <laughs> Mania in all caps. All right, so actually, can I just say my, one of my beefs with 2018? Stop it with the all caps. Yeah. How come every fucking song title or album title has to be in all caps? Like, yeah. that's like the new cool thing. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I say, fuck you. We want alternating caps or nothing. Alternating <laughs> caps or nothing. Or all lowercase and then you are or just super spaced out with like spaces in between each, each letter. Yeah. Anyway, the song we're going to listen to is Stay Frosty Royal Milk Tea, which is track one on Mania. <laughs> Are you smelling that shit? What? No, I hope not. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh, man. Uh, it's really bad. Not only is it like absolute garbage for like a Fallout Boy song, but it's like it's indistinguishable from like an Imagine Dragons like or Mumford and Sons like CBS band, except for like the whiny lyrics about being an alcoholic and the fake aping about resistance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would argue that Fallout Boy has always been that, though. I've I've always kind of hated Fallout right. Boy. I know there's a lot. Of, we have some friends who are like Fallout Boy cape. Who capists. are they? Ben. Ben loves what? Uh, Ben from our Simpsons episode is no, a Fallout Boy. He yes, does he not. likes Fallout Boy. What? So you can talk to him about it. I've known him for 12 years yep. and I didn't know this. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, he, he also likes Scott, so what can you say? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, so do you. Here I um, am. <laughs> I, uh, I, but I definitely would, I, I do think this, this is a, a cut, a cut below uh, <laughs> their, anything they've done before, this An particular undercut album. below. <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, on, on the album Mania, like, you know, they, they, pull a lot from the EDM and um, Latin music in ways that they yeah. haven't before. Like we almost did the the single, which was, uh, was it called? Something or Don't Touch Love It. Love Me or Don't or something. <laughs> touch It or Not. Touch It or Not. Yeah, ba <laughs> baby girl. Um, we almost picked it, especially because of the video where it was like a, a deeply appropriative Dia de los Muertos like parade, like, I don't know, Coco tie-in, <laughs> except yeah. that nobody asked anybody for. Was it in um, Coco? That'd be funny. Uh, I don't think so. No, it, it, I don't think so. I Are think they, they in just, love with the cocoa? I probably uh, listen. <laughs> the, <laughs> I think they're maybe the, I think maybe they a little too doing, much in love with the cocoa. A little too much cocoa. Um, yeah, and like homeboy, everybody's going to like Adam Levine vocal school, you know. And yeah, but then, you know that's Patrick Stump's always been out like of my that. mind no i think he went even further with the like you maybe know, yeah because he he does a lot of the high pitch i mean he has a good voice but he you know uses it for ill right well he's <laughs> getting older so he's got to find new vocal of my mind. you know that's a that's a little and, yeah and then what is what is you only get what you grieve what, what does, does that mean what does that mean what what, what, what? what? are you smelling that shit all day long <laughs> All right, Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> like, dude, what what are you saying? Yeah, but I think they I think they took it a step further with their like cribbing from genres they shouldn't be fucking with at all uh, on this album, and uh, that's why I think it deserved to make the list. Yeah, I'm with you. It's 
bad. Um, and I think we're off to a stronger start than uh, 2017. Like this is this is definitely way worse than the um, Portugal the Man album was. Right. So I think I think this was a good year for good music, and this was a strong year for bad music. <laughs> Last year, um, it was, everything just sounded like Maroon Five, but I think we've got a little more variety this year. Yeah, um, it was a it was a eclectic year for bad music. Yeah, we we like a nice range, a, a full spectrum. Should we go to the next track? Let's do that. All right, we got a returnee on here in a sense. <laughs> of course we do. Um, last year on last year's <laughs> list, we had Prophets of Rage, and uh, once again, a member of Rage Against the Machine has made the list. This is Tom Morello's solo album, The Atlas Underground. And uh, this album was Tom Morello collaborating with a number of EDM artists, quote unquote. Yikes. Uh, and uh, the results are, frankly, <laughs> extremely embarrassing. Um, the track we're going to listen to is How Long, featuring Steve Aoki and Tim McElrath. It's track six on... The Atlas Underground. Yep. Drown them out, all right. Mm. <laughs> Drown out all of those voices telling you that this is a bad idea. <laughs> just keep <Yeah>. drowning them. <laughs> does he just? Is this? Does he think that this will be what revitalizes his career? This is this is what the people have been waiting for. Let's Tom, <laughs> let's have a talk, buddy. <laughs> Sit on down. Come on, come on, on Unky Mike's knee, and <laughs> let's have a have a little chat here. How? First of all, how long? Too long, for, especially that fucking intro, which is endless. Um, it's like, I guess, making like really weak, like ham-fisted old man rap last year with uh, Prophets of Rage didn't work, so it's time to go like EDM. It might be time to stop. It might be time It to might stop. be time to make it stop. <laughs> like this, oh, it's just so frustrating because like Tom Morello, like I thought was cool when I was younger. Well, exactly. You know, like he. Uh, I'm starting to feel like he was cool in proximity to Zach De La Roca. And all of a sudden, you know, not all of a sudden, but it's like, oh, wait, Audio Slave, bad. Uh, we should have just Prophets known of Rage, with Audio Slave. Bad. This, very bad. Bad, bad, bad. When not the, good. When the bass player covered his arms and back and tribal tattoos oh, like that should have been yikes. a red flag um but I don't, I don't know like tom morello he like revolutionized like uh you know using pedals as uh you know as an instrument in themselves and shit. Okay, you know great. like well, we- he did a lot of cool tap stuff he did a lot of cool stuff with his his switch on his guitar and uh and uh he 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 you know he was a bit of a pioneer in in certain aspects and, and now and now look what he's doing well and now he's, he's trying to play catch up with the fucking mm, like music they played yeah. at the <laughs> at like at the liquor store in 28 <laughs> 20, 2009 the liquor store slash like you know pre-gaming for Coachella in the yeah. parking lot you know what i I'm mean ta- i'm talking about the liquor store the club off, oh. off Boylston street <laughs> back in the day ooh uh, deep cut. Um, That's a terrible place. The thing is, is that Tom Morello, like he's been acknowledged for that, and I feel like that's the problem, right? He's gotten a lot of, uh, you know, medals for and awards and recognitions and and glowing write ups, and I think, you know, if and for what you have rightly acknowledged are some legitimate contributions that he's made to music, um, and and you know, but he those kinds of like gassed up. Um, resplendent 
honors have really contributed to him thinking that he can do whatever the fuck he wants. You know what I mean? Like it's not, uh, and he can't, and he can't. Like, and there's a limit. Like even NME did a a review of the album, and they said about the song, they said, "quote superstar DJ Steve Aoki," which, (laughs) okay. Did you know his dad started Benny Hanna's? The chain, you know, the chain where they like flip <laughs> yeah, shrimps they into do your the mouth. Hibachi grill, yeah. yeah. His dad started Benihana. Well, that is the greatest contribution of that family. That's how he bought his uh, <laughs> laptop, which he, he has to this day. Um, the laptop of superstar DJ D- Steve Aoki and Rise Against frontman Tim McIlrath. Wait, that's the Rise Against guy. Oh my guy? god! Wait, I didn't even what? know that either. Ah. I clearly am not paying. Oh god! Oh, that makes. Perfect sense. Oh my god! I, I told you the story about when I went to Warp Tour 2005, and the moment that I realized I was too old for Warp Tour. Oh, yeah. At 18 years old. Oh yeah. Was when I was waiting for Rise Against to go on, <laughs> and this mom came up to these two 12 year old girls that were near me, and oh, she no. was like, "Girls, you have to get, you have to move further back. This is going to be the type of show where they have a mosh pit." <laughs> and the girl said, "The girl said, Mom, it's fine. It's going to be okay. There was a mosh pit at Everclear, and it was fine." <laughs> And I was just like, this is it for me. Everclear Mosh Pit is the name of my new indie band. <laughs> and that was also the time when I realized that Rise Against sucks because uh, I should have known. No, 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 no. Well, he's, that's basically butt rock vocals. I mean, or like arena butt rock vocals, like on top of like Burning Man dubstep. Like, so anyway. Yeah, Rise Against has always been butt punk. Uh, butt punk. Ew. <laughs> Ooh. Um, butt punk. I'm going to think about that. We'll, we'll bring that out to the stoppies. Let us, let us know. Yeah, what hashtag butt Punk. hashtag please let this be the hashtag that catches on <laughs> i'm ready um oh yeah so i was in the middle of this quote and then we just <laughs> went off on that tangent Sorry. that was necessary because well, i couldn't believe it was I, it is yeah so anyway superstar dj D- steve aoki and rise against frontman tim McIlrath roar through the confounding edm rocker how long which is so bizarre you can only admire it's chutzpah chutzpah you have to and say I'm that like, and I'm like, I'm really done admiring this dude's hotspot. Yeah, like, that's I'm, not what we need more of in 2018 is hotspot, you know? I don't think you can only admire his hotspot. I think you can do other things. Yes. I think you can um, be wildly annoyed and disappointed. By his hotspot. By his hotspot. It's just, it's like printer jam dubstep with like, yeah, the butt <laughs> punk like screamo vocals. It's just not a, it's not a good look. Um, I wish I could drown this out. I wish this was like, <sighs> I, I want to put it out of its misery. It's It sounds like a soundtrack to an escape room sung by Jared Threaten. <laughs> I didn't end up listening to that Threaten album because I got super sick and couldn't do the podcast, but. Uh... Oh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's something. <laughs> Um, it's a. It's should like, it, should I put threaten on the list? Yeah, no, that's fine. I think we made the right decision because here's the thing with threaten. Threaten, it's the story that's stunning, it, right. and that was the whole thing that I said on the podcast. Is like it's like you know people were calling him the Tommy Wiseau of music. If you don't know about the story, you should definitely check out the episode of uh, Jukebox Zeros that I did with uh, with those pals of ours, um, and where we discuss this album and also just like look it up. It's a crazy story. I'm sure our stoppies already know. About yeah, this. everyone knows about threaten. everyone knows about threaten, but which, um, which is exactly what he wants exactly well, it's a big plan um that's ex- i feel like tom morello says that to himself too but anyway um yeah. tom morello like <laughs> sees the horrible reviews pouring in for the atlas underground and he's like relevance sweet sweet relevance 
Um, it's that radical centrist sort of uh, mindset where it's like, <laughs> well, I'm pissing everyone off, so it must be doing Ooh. something right. And we got a lot of that on this list, Tavis, <laughs> let me tell you. But um, yeah. that's the thing with Threaten is that the actual music is very bland. The story is like fascinating and 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 hilarious but like when people call him the Tommy we of music they're absolutely wrong because the, the the room is a glorious disaster piece I mean it's one of the worst movies best worst movies of all time and um this is just it's very bland so I think it's fine that we left him off Fuck yeah him. it's very 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 generic and bland and boring yeah yeah that's also what this album made me feel like yeah. so fuck Tom Morello fuck Tom Morello Tom Morello you need to stop but it's, time to it's go. over yeah when you're when you're like big you know, artistic statement of an album includes like getting your boy Mumford from the Mumford oh, yeah. family and almost uh, the one I picked. It's time to give it up. I wonder how yeah. much higher Mumford's quote is than the son. Than the sons. How much more money he demands <laughs> than his sons. <laughs> I know. Do they get what, what are the what's the inheritance? How do they break it up amongst the sons? Mumford. <laughs> He's gonna give it all to Tom Morello and stuff. <laughs> um, uh, this actually makes like this album and um Prophets of Rage makes me like not not want a Rage Against the Machine reunion to ever happen. Mm, you no. Know, it's just, it's a sign of, even though Although like... Although didn't Zach De La Roca put out something that was like pretty cool? He had a verse on the second uh, Run the Jewels album that was really good. Yeah, and then he came out with like a like a hip hop track, like a sort of hip hop track, I think. I didn't listen to it, but I remember when I was doing research about this, it was like, oh yeah, Zach De La Roca is still making music that could seem relevant. Yeah. Tom Morello, no. Yeah, Sorry, it just girl. makes me it just makes me worry that it's, it would be wildly disappointing if it happens. So, but like you know, Prophets you know what? If if they if Riot Fest 2018's <laughs> lineup shows Rage Against the Machine, oh, I will it. I will get pumped. So. Oh, we're yeah. I'm a liar. Should we move on to the <laughs> yeah, next track here? Um, what do we oh, got? Oh no! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not doing the best he's ever done. <laughs> he's definitely far past his prime. I could do a lot better than this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely settling for this. <laughs> I'm moving to Wareham. It's fine. <laughs> Go away. I'd like to live closer to the outlet source. <laughs> I'm suddenly earned. I'm an L.L. Bean dad. <laughs> I just want that to be true. I'm still a Wiccan. Don't forget. <laughs> I got a star oh. tattooed on my cheek. <laughs> right next to my gigantic bowl. <laughs> so you won't look at the bowl, or maybe you will. <laughs> I don't know what was the point of that. <laughs> we, lo- <laughs> we love this eternal Godsmack joke. Speaking of Godsmack, Heather, I got to call you out for cutting out the, the part of the last episode where oh, my dad talked no. about how he loves Godsmack. <laughs> I thought that was great content. <laughs> I just feel like we've made the Godsmack joke so many times on every single episode that I'm like, I can't do it every time. But we're well, doing it we this time. Well, now we because here's Godsmack <laughs> with their album, um, their song. When Legends Rise. Oh, God. And uh, this track is Under Your Scars, oh, the power ballad, track six. Oh. Under Your Scars. Under your scars, On a long enough timeline, uh, every hard rock band becomes Hinder. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. It, Look, 
I used to like Godsmack in middle school, and uh, if they played this song at the concert I went to with my dad in eighth grade, I would be embarrassed. <laughs> you are a current Limp Biscuit fan. <laughs> That's, yeah. Why is Godsmack of I'm doing the best I ever did fame doing piano ballads? Yeah. Godsmack is from Worcester, Massachusetts, and they are doing... Uh, essentially like pop country ballad. This is like a pop country ballad. Yeah, it's a heroin town slow dance. That is, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry is, about it. <laughs> this is once again, I think, a misguided attempt to revitalize a dead career, right? Ooh, like, yeah, yeah. They had to, they had to, like, not like Godsmack was ever great, but like they were, they had a little bit of an edge to them, right? I mean, their name was Godsmack, which made my mom thrilled. <laughs> I was like, Catholic, yeah, I and which like should have made me like it because I I liked everything that freaked my mom out, but um, it it didn't. Uh, I never actually liked Godsmack, but I will say I don't know if I've told the story on the podcast before, but if I have, sorry, y'all, I'm gonna repeat myself eventually on the show. Um, but when I was so, I think my dad went to the same po- the same uh Godsmack show that you and your dad went to. My the dad Worcester and my Central? uncle, yeah, they did. They went the to stained? that. Yep, yep, and they went to that same show. They they got a signed poster a signed picture of uh godsmack of sully erna specifically of sully erna and gave that to me as if that was like something that i was really aching for so it had like sully erna's like signature like mistress carrie and stuff whatever oh mistress carrie introduced them onto the stage oh there we go so literally they they probably had like vip pass why was my dad doing that what the (laughs) fuck was going on anyway it was a weird time so they brought that to me and i had that in my like room and i i fucking never liked godsmack so i was like what am i gonna do with this shit and then eventually i think i was like 16 or something and we used to have these like gross dudes that like hung out in these apartment complex down the street that we got to buy liquor for us uh on the regular which is great that's a thing that happens in boring suburban towns um (laughs) when you're a teenager and um i remember i didn't have any money but i really wanted a 30 rack because it was like the it was like saint patrick's day or something and i was like i really want a 30 rack Mm -hmm. (laughs) or like something or beer ball or something (laughs) like back in the day you were like seventh grade at this point (laughs) no i was like 16 okay i was like in high school oh then your dad we went to two different godsmack shows no 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 this was many years later okay i held on to it so i held on to this 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 photo signed by you know Sully Erna picture of Sully Erna like in front of a white background with like a black t-shirt whatever and um and I remember there was this fucking dumb guy who loved butt rock and I was like uh, who bought us liquor and I was like you know I don't have any money but I have a signed picture of Sully Erna from Godsmack <laughs> that I will trade you for a 30 rack of beer <laughs> and he was like oh my god that's a deal <laughs> like, he was so stoked so anyway thanks dad thanks Sully appreciate it no thank you for this song no thank you for uh, Godsmack in the year of our lord 2018 19 or any years at all just Go to the football game, <laughs> crack open a cold one <laughs> with with your wife. Um, it's not. It's I, don't make country songs for the people from the abandoned mill towns of Massachusetts. I would say, <sighs> yeah, it's just I'm, generally the rule that you want to follow. It's just lame. It's 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 lamer. It's a it's a band that was already lame, like descending right. into the lowest rung of hell. Uh, it's 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 just uh, you know, it's embarrassing. They should be embarrassed, Sully. You should be embarrassed. You should have done a spell, a divining spell to divine that this would have sucked. 
know? <laughs> you should have read the tea leaves and the tea leaves oh would have said, God. don't release under your scars. Yes, right? Remember, do no, do no harm. Remember, you know, like... Do, <laughs> Wait, oh, is he a doctor? Oh, did, yeah. No, did I think, Sully Erna what, take the Hippocratic <laughs> Oath? <laughs> do what thou wilt so long as ye harm none, okay? The, the Wiccan creed. You harmed me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sully, you... You harmed me. Um, um, oh, also, I wanted to mention that the guy who bought liquor for us in high school was a fucking freak show. <laughs> this dude, every like inch oh of his God. apartment was covered in porn that he had cut out oh. from porn magazines. He had framed pictures of porn. He had uh, the the hot and cold uh, thi- like um, things on his sink. Like he had taped oh little titties and a vagina <laughs> on them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and all he asked when he took us to you know when we when we drove him to the liquor store was that we give him money for just a few nips just a few nips what a guy thank you everyone thank you, thank you mom that and dad for not having a liquor cabinet for me to you know knock into thank you for the drinking age being uh what it is and um teenagers being teenagers and having to interact with people like that <laughs> i mean that guy probably loved godsmack too i think it's prerequisite <laughs> in the state of massachusetts that if you're gonna buy liquor for underage kids that you have to love godsmack <laughs> that's very true and i think that just the idea of signed godsmack photos being like an acceptable currency for like the shady <laughs> underbelly yeah. of like teenage like, that's their bitcoin <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh this is great all right well we could, we could do the next one i guess we'll go right ahead <laughs> oh man go away, moving on this next artist was the worst uh album of 2017 yeah um but yep. he uh he made a slightly less terrible but still very terrible album in 2018 yep talking of course about our dude eminem Yep, and here we are with Kamikaze. The title track from the album of the same name, track nine. Everything. You beat me, Islamic Nazi, that means there is no such thing. I've been going for your juggler since Craig G. Duck Alert. Wedgie in my underwear, a whole bed sheet in the comforter. Stuck up in my rectal crack, kiss my disrespectful ass. I ride through your cold, it's like window crack, bumping your reference tracks. I'm smashing to everyone, crashing to everything. Back, and I've just begun. Back, 2017. Back, back on everyone. Back, back on everyone. Back on everyone. What is that? Where did you get that from, Eminem? <laughs> Fack? Fack. Where does th- what is that? <laughs> he can't say the F word anymore, so he, st- he went with that. The, there are so many bad fucking puns in this song. Oh. It, it is blown. Islamic Nazi and you don't exist? Rectal crack? Uh, I'm so ass. No, <laughs> it's, it's so ass we wouldn't dare re-air it. Oh. I'm no conspiracy theorist, but something here is afoot. It's my dick. <laughs> Get out the measuring stick. Um, <laughs> what? No. Oh my god! Oh my this god. man is a dad of a high school graduate. Our childhoods are 18 years old now, basically. Yeah, for real, and, and that's that's what that represents to me. Um, and this is what he's saying. This is what he has to say. I'm sure. This is yeah. The hook is almost uh ICP esque, dare I say. Yeah, I mean it's a it's very circusy. The the beat is a carnival <laughs> fart. <laughs> it's a carnival of farts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh there are millions of people who think that this is the best rap available now. This is the best out. 
This is the only rap they deign to listen white to. white people. That's it. <laughs> that's I mean, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine how anybody who's who's not like a, a white person living in the suburbs or like rural America um, could could find this, you know, good or least of all um <laughs> the fucking uh best rap that is available i mean it's 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 so embarrassing it's everything we have grown to hate about eminem i mean it's this like sanctimonious out of touch flexing nasal delivery of dumb invented words this like stilted and airless cadence and just ultimately coming off as juvenile as fuck even though he's like a 46 or 50 year old man or whatever the fuck without having literally anything to say this album's weird too besides fact 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 well what he has to say on this album actually like this one like fran drescher are we doing like a nanny flow is that what we're doing on this album he's like really mad he's really mad that everyone uh talks shit about revival uh, this is a great way to make people not talk shit about you is to show that it really bothers you a yeah, lot. Yeah, but also while like admitting that Revival was bad, like he right. switches back and forth between being like, well, Revival was blah, 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 blah. But then like, um, you know, <laughs> taking shots at every critic. And then he also is just taking shots at every successful rapper in the game. And then it was funny because he he like dissed MGK. And then, M- and then MGK, who made the list last year, MGK fucking bodied him on a fucking battle I know, battle I rap. loved that. I actually loved that track. That was that's a shout out to yeah. MGK. Never thought I'd do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because somebody needs to fucking point him out for being the clown that he fucking is. Yeah. He abs- and and you know what? Nobody is going to do it unless they are somebody like fucking MGK who's like whatever, like who, you know, c- come at me, bruh. Like because, you know, we again, similarly like to Tom Morello, he made like all these contributions at one point in time, but that was uh, a literal whole adult human being's age ago, you know? Like yeah. it's just not his, you know, it's not okay. It's not, it's not okay. No. I'm done with no, it. No, he makes me really mad. Like, I get really frustrated. Like, how can someone, his Dad, age, with his experiences, blood pressure medication. be this fucking petulant and fucking uh, just, uh, he's a teen. He's like a, he's, yeah. he's a stunted man. Ugh. You know, like, get, like, we said this on the revival review, you know, where it's like, you have the skills the ability and like the no the knowledge and like experience to be able to and say connections something to people that are you know like in the yeah. music industry he who could, are also super talented he like, could be getting good beats and like saying interesting shit and like saying it with a lot of finesse and instead it's like we get fact 2017 fact 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 yeah um so fuck uh fact m&m fact m and m fact 2018 shall we move on um yeah let's, let's move on all right the next track Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So this one, <laughs> go ahead. This was one of my. This was one of the most enjoyable bad albums of the year. I think this one. <laughs> it's just funny. It's just hilarious <laughs> that this happened. <laughs> it's real cute. Do you want to say what happened? Yeah. Or? What happened is that Sting and Shaggy decided to make an album together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is adorable. Which is adorable. It's adorable. It's not good, but it's adorable. So let's let's give it a little listen. This is Sting and Shaggy from the album Forty Four Slash Eight Seven Six. Just One Lifetime, track six. The time has come, as Shaggy said, to talk of many things. Of ships and shoes and sealing wax, of cabbages and kings. The planets turned in retrograde, my moon seems to have fled. The world is spinning upside down and landed on its head. Just one lifetime, and there's only one. 
Aw. <laughs> what an unlikely pairing those two are, huh? Yeah. That's cute. Yeah, they really have a lot to say. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> That's one thing that <laughs> I will disagree with you. It's weird that two of the most, like, probably... I mean, I guess that most of the artists we've played so far are pretty well established and, and have just fallen from grace. Um, but I, I, it's just interesting that, like, you know, Shaggy, who is, like, a legitimate reggae artist, you know, or was, right. you know, like Shaggy, bombastic and shit, like, and the Sting, who, you know, did, did a lot of good music, uh, you know, a long time ago. Um <laughs> They are the most Maroon 5 band on this fucking list. Yeah. You know, they, they're, they're holding the torch for the Maroon 5 sound. Yeah. It's it's written and performed like a children's book. I've had the same note. And, and I feel like I was I was like listening to it like it's like reggae Raffi. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, who was the audience for this? Like, it's like a Cat Stevens kind of thing. Thing and I I might take Cat Stevens over this actually no I I wouldn't Cat Stevens sucks yeah um, is easy listening reggae a thing I don't because if not they just invented it I don't yeah like uh, it's like hold music but reggae like I don't I don't get it like uh, is and and then there's like the Lewis Carroll references and the cabbages and kings and they oh, have is a that little Lewis Carroll yeah so and then they have this um you know this video that goes along with it where it's like a little cartoon you know video of them driving in a car and going to get gas and, and, and Shaggy and Sting I guess and it's weird but okay I guess why <laughs> <laughs> it's like a weird thing where it's like you know, the the whole is definitely not greater than the sum of your parts. Like, there wasn't, like, a necessary, like, unity between those two artists that ever were, like, unless, again, they were making a, a children's album. Is it a children's album? Uh, no. It's oh, okay. ostensibly an album for adults. It's, okay, it's not. No. No, it's I not. mean... It's yeah. an album for, like, Target. <laughs> who Actually, that, that was the main question of mine, is who is it for? I guess Sting fans? I guess there's... Who are the Sting people, fans? <laughs> people who uh, really went hard for... Uh, uh, oh, shit, what's the name of that song? Desert Rose. Desert Rose. Really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, really? If Desert Rose is your favorite song of all time, you might kind of like this album. Um, you might be... You, yeah, we need Shaggy the, might be a little too uh, too aggressive for you. Just a, yeah, right. Just a, well, yeah. Just imagine Desert Rose like mashed up with "It Wasn't Me." Like that's how in very strange these things are. Yeah. I don't know, but I didn't. It's weird because originally you had this like way lower on the list, and I was like, no, it's like it's really not terrible. It's, it's yeah, it's fine. We had to we had to push it back. It's because... just confounding. It really doesn't make any sense. And and you know, but. Does life have to make sense? No, yeah, and I think you get a little sensible chuckle out of just just the fact that it exists. I do. I mean, yeah. I, I, when I saw Sting and Shaggy, I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, wh- why? <laughs> like, what are the other unlikely pairings that could have like <laughs> been included here? Yeah, like if if you do like Michael Bublé with a uh, fucking. The never gonna give you up guy. What's his <laughs> face? Oh yeah, uh, Rick Astley. Rick Astley and Michael Bublé <laughs> would be a good one, a good comparison. <laughs> I think. I think the album that they did, if they did an album, it would sound pretty much the same as this one. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, mi- minus the the shaggy voice. No shaggy voice. Kings. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go. Let's move on. Oh, yeah. oh. All right. So the next five songs, the 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 top, the the bottom of the bottom here. Yeah. Are all really, really, really bad. These ones, it gets, it gets rough. And I mean, let's just, let's just say it. This next song is by Lil Xan. Oh. This is our boy, Little Xan, from the album Total Xanarchy. 
Oh. Track one, the opening track, <laughs> his mission statement, who I am. <laughs> who are you? Who are you, Lil Xan? Let's find out. Zans don't make me who I am. Zans don't make me what I am. Whipping, whipping, the foreign just so vicious. Listen, listen, these hoes just want your mention. Tripping, tripping on all the stupid issues. Issues, issues, I swear that I don't miss you. opiate rasp is really somebody fucking called child protective services on this like family because this guy looks like a fucking gummo character he is and this it, dude has admitted to selling fucking fentanyl zans like that's fucking disgusting he's a piece of shit he's a he should trash fucking human. die how old is he he's gonna die yeah, I think guaranteed he, i think that's the plan right I think the zan the, the plan that's the z- little zan plan. little plan um, how old is this motherfucker? Let's look it up. Um, he's this is he's twenty two years old. This is fucking atrocious. Yeah, this is this is really fucking bad. Yeah. it's like it's also like it the kindergarten beat, you know, like with like like I don't even know. It's not even kindergarten. It's like preschool. Like, dude, just name drop Roly Polioli in one of the fucking <laughs> lyrics here. So he's got these like Rugrats, like you know, this Rugrats beat, and then he is just heroin rasping. Yeah. He sounds like he always sounds like he just meant to nap for twenty minutes and woke up like yeah. six hours later and it's dark out and he's like, whoa, where am I? Yeah, this guy sounds like the guy on the subway, like rocking back and forth talking to himself. Yeah. Like, it's... I just need a ticket to Springfield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I gotta, I gotta program uh, who I am. I gotta go there, and the Zans don't make me who I am. Yeah, if Zans don't make you who you are. Why what, are you called what Zan? Is, what is your name? Why what, is your what, name Zan? What's happening? <laughs> I, thought um, I thought your name is your name. You know, like. <sighs> Yo, his he's he's so whack. You you heard about how he like got hospitalized for eating too many hot Cheetos or something? Oh god. I think that was just a front because he probably got hospitalized for Zans. Of he's course. trying to do this thing now where he's claiming that he's off the Zans and like that he actually is a role model and it's like, no, dude, what? like clearly you are on drugs. Like and- What? <laughs> A role model? Are you fucking kidding me? I feel like are 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 really teenagers are teenagers popping off to this? Like are yes, they loving this? Girls at this point? Think, teenage girls think he's hot. Can you oh believe that? That's why I don't trust Generation Z at all. They're gonna ruin this fucking. That's country. not true. I work with them every day, and I believe in them. God, you I better double in check them. with them to see if they like. Lil I Zan. see. I do though. I, I check in with them, and they like stuff like Juice World and Khalid, and like fucking. They like good music. I'm I'm not. No, no. I don't believe that my fucking children are listening to this. I refuse because they know better than this. This is it's fucking boring as fuck too. This song can't even tie its shoes. The song can't stay awake long enough to fucking hit any resolution. It's not. Nodding off, I'm fucking nodding off. Except the fact that it glamorizes this like type of just horrific substance abuse that literally has killed numerous people in this music scene over yeah. the past. You know, little Peep, right? Was his name? Or yep. And uh, um, I mean, what's the other guy? Fucking Christ, they all die. XXX Tentacion got shot. Oh, okay. If that's what you're talking Fair. about. Yeah, but. yeah, true true um 6 um, 9 got fairly invited indicted oh yeah for uh, child all por- these horrific the, child pornography and yeah. actually no that's not even what he got indicted for he got oh. indicted for some gangster shit actually he oh okay got, well he's gonna go to jail for a he's long gonna go time to jail. it's it he, it's the, he's a federal crime he's been charged with bye so. all these you know all these rappers fucking suck it's uh, time to be done with this well and this is again i really going hope to... we can move past this this shit well, that's you know what I'm because saying. it's like like 
yes, it's a really like I agree that it sucks that he's rapping about like these drugs that are just killing people. But I mean, like Future raps about drugs a lot too, and he but he at least like you know no he can put some rhymes together and shit. Lil Xan literally, if you listen to this album, he just repeats himself over and over and over again. Because he's high it's as just fuck a, it's just on Xans. Which, guess what? That's like the least exciting drug. First of all, like, we, you know, hey, we do drugs. We occasionally. And usually I'm not trying to make music when I'm on no. drugs that are fucking, like, fucking me up. Like, I never did Xans. Did you do Xans? I've never Zany done Xans. No, I'm not interested no. in it. That's just fucking boring. I don't like opiates. I think they're fucking boring. Yeah. Like, it's, and also, like, deadly. And, and I think it's a benzo, isn't it? It's a benzo. Benzo, but also if he's lacing it with fentanyl, then it's an opiate too, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, he's... What it is is a downer in, in every sense of the word. It's depressing and it's fucking boring. It's so boring. Like, you know, Eddie Murphy, give him some cocaine. There's a lot of bad music made by cocaine, but I'll take the bad music made by cocaine over like being by some stimulants yeah. over yeah, I guess I guess I would too. You know what I mean? Although, I don't know. I mean, you got to take him on a case-by-case basis, <laughs> I think. Um, <clears throat> but again, when you're really high, you're not going to make fucking good music. You're not even going to make passable music. It's it's just not it's not going to be good. Is there an example of a album that was made by somebody who was wicked fucked up on drugs that sounded good? Yeah, uh, Station Station by okay. David Bowie. He doesn't remember making it. <laughs> That's okay. That's a good one. That's uh, one. Yeah, no, there's a bunch, but this is not one of them. Yeah. Um, well, you also have to have talent, which is a thing right. that he does not. How have. did he blow up? He has he has no talent. He looks like a fucking freak show. Is it is just if you just get a face tat, you get to you get to blow up now? I feel like such a I feel like such an old man talking like this. <laughs> but that's this. the thing I, is, we don't just. I not... am baffled at, at the success of rappers like Lil Xan. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like young Stoppies, like explain yourselves. We don't have any young Stoppies. Yeah, no, no <laughs> we definitely don't. No, but I will. I will say this because again this goes back to my earlier point about the music that I did like this year and the hip hop that I'm really into which is you know a lot of like queer and feminist and like um, hip hop and it's not just underground I think it's seeping into um, the culture and it'll become more and more popular over the next year I do think that that's like the wave of the future also with rock and roll um, is just you know and it's just this like very tired like lazy like shitty dude rap that is that is about to be out i have to believe it i have to i don't, know. I don't think it's gonna be, i don't know i i, I, I maybe maybe at least he's is, gonna die hip-hop is i don't know it's had a bad couple of years yeah um and with everything that's going on with kanye right now like he was supposed to be like the other statesman at this point and Yikes. look what he's doing he's just gonna turn the next generation of rappers into fucking maga dudes Ooh. and he's gonna run for president in 2024 and probably win i'm gonna I'm going to kill you for saying that. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ. Um, moving on. This is going to we'll be, be on episode like 150 reviewing the, the president's newest album. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, this next uh, album um, would have been my number one if if not for the fact that the <laughs> artists you know that are coming after it are like way despicable fucking people. But this album is so fucking bad. We're talking Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods. Ooh, I, we have to do an episode We're on this. We're doing it. This We're al- doing it. Album is unbelievable. Like, uh, I couldn't. It made me retroactively um, embarrassed for ever liking Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Um, this, we'll strike it from the record. We'll we'll get into it after the song. But I got a lot to say about this. This is Flannel, track Let's eleven. Do it. It's a song about a fucking flannel shirt. Uh. 
<laughs> Come on, have some self-awareness, Justin Timberlake. What the fuck? You're gonna do a whole Reason album about li- with you, many winters. You're gonna do a whole album about like living off the land <laughs> in a like, log cabin in a flannel shirt, and just have the music be this like toothless Americana country with 808s by Timberland oh, added in and fucking no like reason. Migos tr- guesting on a song. Maybe you should have stayed insanity. in that little cabin. <laughs> he never went there. He's clearly never <laughs> gone to a cabin in his fucking life. No, he literally just he a li- weird Henry David Thoreau fantasy. <laughs> yes, you know that article about oh how yes, Thoreau is yes. just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like, that's fucking Timberlake too. He just lit a couple of mason jar candles in a fucking room and and put a burlap table runner and then <laughs> said he was like, this is like a Pier One import of a song. Yeah, he like, said he went is... to the cabin, but it's just like an Airbnb that he fucking <laughs> six hundred dollars a night for. Oh he's like, man, let's go to fire. Yeah, pit. this I was like. <laughs> this song is an axe throwing bar gentrifying your neighborhood. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this song is uh, like uh, why? What what is happening? It it sounds like it was recorded in a church basement and it gives you that kind of vibe of him being like the the creepy new pastor from out of town like ooh let's sing along in the do what what are you going for? There's it's it's crazy. It was hard to pick the song too because there's also the one where he talks about like putting his purple in your pink and Ooh, like fucking. Okay. Uh, there's All a lot right. of bad sex songs. There's a lot of there's the song supplies, which is like a trap country uh, mess featuring Migos. Uh, oh, but yeah, no. I picked this one because Trap like who country. the fuck, who writes a song about the fucking flannel. the flannel shirt as a metaphor as, for love <laughs> flannel. Why? Come on, dude. And uh, then he gets, oh man, later on too, he does those like, ooh, I love my flannel. Like, I should really. Flannel. <laughs> he does these like little like tremulous vocal runs. Yes. I love flannel. And, and then, and then at the end of the song is when it gets really fucking wild. It's Jessica Beal doing some very fucking strange spoken word. Yeah, yeah, that's actually the through line of the album. She does that like multiple times, and it's like telling a story. But I didn't. I've le- I actually listened to this album a bunch of times, but I never got the Jessica Beale story and what how it connects to the. Uh, the cabin he's living in with his flannel living right. off it the sounds land. like he, he like heard he like read the plot to the movie mandy and was like i'm gonna make that my theme kind of like there's a weird almost like a a culty vibe to it yeah and also like in the interviews when he talked about it he's like well this is just me getting back to my roots you know i'm from florida what are you like? <laughs> it's like dude <laughs> you've been a florida. you were a, you're from florida you were you've born been a teen, in, uh, suckling a, from mickey mouse's teat i know like you were never you never <laughs> you you, you you aren't you aren't a country boy, dude. I'm it's sorry like, to break it to you. It's like Drake calling himself fucking hood. You know, yeah. we, we watched you grow up, motherfucker. Like we know exactly where you came from and who you are. Like you you never wore a goddamn flannel unless it had like <laughs> a shredded like half sleeve, like the the sleeves cut off and like long tails, and it was it was every member of NSYNC that had like a variation <laughs> on the same like weird flannel. Yeah. Fucking... <laughs> is that what happened? Did he just buy a flannel shirt and he was like, "This is my identity now. This is it. This is where I'm at." <laughs> um, yeah, but. No, I mean, I don't think I realized it until this album, you know, but um, JT's stock has just definitely fallen since, like, Black Lives Matter happened and stuff. Like, his aesthetic and sound, I think, is even more appropriative than fucking, like, even, like, a Post Malone. Well, that's why he had to go country, because he was, like, 
Yeah, but I, it's still country with 808s and Timberland production and shit. Well, you know, he's not giving it all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got to shit or get off the pot because the combination does not work. The combination makes my eyes bleed. Quoth Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah. This shit is so fucking bad. And I can't stress like how bad school... this album is on the whole, too. Like, it's, 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 it's every fucking song. <sighs> yeah like there's also like the high school acapella breakdown in this song too <laughs> like it's so corny dude the song's a good encapsulation a shirt is not who like it's not a, a, a replacement for a fucking personality my no, dude no. Uh, also jessica beale stop fucking giving me nightmares like <laughs> next also yeah jessica beale stop um enabling this fucking shit like yeah i don't know why i expect another, anything out of jessica beale i don't really another one where i wish any of the like d- like dozens and scores of people involved in making this album would have just told him that it was a bad idea yeah you know like I, we again tell these men no once you know like be feel empowered if you're in their inner circle just tell them no no they've already given you listen let's try the, it all together bunch. ready one two three no. no next yeah we'll do uh, the next song this is uh this is oh. one that uh our stoppies recommended to thank us you, that, stoppies. thank you for giving us a heads up on this shit thank uh, you because... is an interesting term to use but, <laughs> <laughs> but i guess we'll thank you well i mean you know we heard it and we couldn't exclude it right. because it is rightfully on this list it's tom mcdonald um, oh man multiple people shouted this guy out to yeah, us yeah. um and it is quite a motherfucking doozy. So this guy is uh, his. Uh, apparently, he's a. He looks like if Jared Threaten got stringy golem braids with a faux MGK flow and was talking about how people who call things gay are true revolutionaries. Like <laughs> that's that's what this this guy is doing. He's doing you know red pill uh, rap in, yeah. in, in 2018. He's uh, he's considered a conscious rapper and what he's conscious of is uh, the realities of reverse racism. Yep. Uh, yep. Objective fact and yep. Uh, he's fighting the good fight for um, you know people he's fighting white a fight. dudes who get their fifis hurt when someone calls them <laughs> a racist. Uh, so we're doing the song White Boy which is track 15 on his album Death Threats. Oof. And let's just uh fucking do this i guess we bullshit. should <laughs> and this was also hard there were a lot of really oh, really yeah. bad songs on this album oh yeah but, tons of tracks on the album but this too. one is um also real bad so here I we go i feel guilty for shit that i didn't do but i can understand the reasons why you think that i should yeah i'm white but i never put your neck in no noose and i never burnt a cross or hit my face with a hood you can't just label me racist because i'm related to people who did some terrible shit way back before i was alive my parents brought me up to treat everyone as an equal. I refuse to feel ashamed because of my pretty blue eyes. Fuck a Nazi. Fuck a white supremacist. Yep. <laughs> Woo. This is, this is your soapbox, dude. You're going to use the, the music of, of black folks right. to like just whine about that white people get called racist sometimes. Like imagine and the argument is like i never owned any slaves like like, come on it's It's the same argument we hear from every every uncle at fucking thanksgiving so it's pretty tired pretty old 
You're just gonna you're just gonna use this music and divorce yourself from its its entire history and the entire Completely. history of the United States yep. and fucking just imperialism across the world to be fucking and this is this is the important shit. This is your conscious rap. Yes. This is the issue that you're yep. giving you're showing to the people, which is uh it hurts my feelings. Don't call me racist. I'm not. I'm not. I promise. I'm so not racist. <laughs> I'm gonna do a whole fucking song <laughs> about, about how it's wrong to call white people racist. Yep. Imagine for just a moment if you could channel the rage you feel about, you know, maybe having to be thinking critically about accountability as a white person in, in you know, 2018 and channel that rage towards, I don't know, police brutality, the prison industrial complex, horrible fucking, you know, economic inequality, racial inequality in so many different ways. Maybe get mad about that, my dude. But it, but no, you have to you have to set yourself apart and prove how you know politically incorrect you are and fucking edge lordy you fucking are to you know to say all the things that you you know have been holding back because that's the other fucking big song that he he put out and big meaning like I don't I don't think a lot of people have been paying attention to this guy I haven't seen a lot of think pieces on him thank God I, I've seen um, I saw some videos before the stoppies I didn't realize he had dropped an album this year so yeah. that's why I wasn't originally going to include him but. Because it's not his album's not on Spotify, and it's right. not for some reason it's not on Rate Your Music, but you can buy it on his website. I'm so I got a hold. No, of it. thank you. I got a hold of it. I didn't listen to every song. There's so many. But songs the other one, uh, politically inter- incorrect, is like him just saying like I want to call things gay when I think they're dumb, you know, and yeah. like I want to call you know people you know the R word, and and that if you think that's dumb, then you're the R word. Like it's like <laughs> oh, okay, all right. Cartman, like you know, what a what a clever little, little clever little jab. What a totally unique fucking concept. Yeah, like if you're if you still want to say the R word or whatever, like I don't know what whatever, dude, do your thing. But you think that's important enough to make a song about? That's this the, the this is important enough to base your career on that this is your lane to be the like uh, he's telling it like it is fucking yep. radical centrist piece of shit. <sighs> um, you know what's just as bad as racism calling white people racist yes that's his whole argument and, and there's also like, some wild even... there's some wild rhymes in here like uh <laughs> i didn't write down the exact line but it's some along the lines of if if there's a black man drinking cognac next to me i don't assume that every black person's favorite drink is hennessy <laughs> great and it's like all right congrats yeah like, well, good, good for you for what like accomplishment <laughs> the fact that you're mentioning it makes it makes like that that's your that's your big that's how you prove you're not racist <laughs> <laughs> Again, like, methinks thou dost protest too much. Um, it's so stupid. You know what's fucking radical? Like being fucking a critical thinker, being fucking smart, being more creative than this. Um, <laughs> I also like the line, no one that I called a friend has ever owned a slave. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> your enemy, you know people who have, they're just not your friends. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't chill with that guy. He owns slaves. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know? Uh, what the fuck? And of course, he references the Rothschilds as the white people that you should hate. Oh yeah, and there's some nice little a- nice anti-Semitism little dog right there. Yeah, this my guy, dude, he knows all the he, he knows, knows all, all the, the QAnon shit. It's weird, you know. I mean, he sounds he definitely has like an MGK kind of. It's it's not even like he's a terrible rapper. Unfortunately, I have to say that. It's oh, that, I think he's a terrible rapper. You think so? Okay. Yeah, you then, like you think he has like a good flow? No, I, no, I don't think he has a good. He's pa- sorry, he's a passable rapper. It's yeah, not. He's like, like the, better than Lil Xan, I guess. Yeah, he's better. He, that's a, that's a sad fact. Um, <laughs> kind. I mean, yeah, he says more words. He has a bigger vocabulary. Uh, um, and there are his all content levels. is more despicable than Lil Xan's, and Lil Xan raps about 
fucking selling sands and like right just like right. fucking girls on instagram because again it's 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 totally like empowering this false equivalence of like oh you know we are thinking critically about race and racism in the world we're we're understanding that there are systems of oppression that exist and you know yes white people benefit by, from the system uh every day it's an unearned privilege. We benefit from it, um, whether or not we're actively perpetrating it systemically, right? Yeah. And it's like and it's, that's not like super hard to grasp. No, and it's not uh, that hard all. to like live with. Like, why? Right. Do, why does he? I'm I'm cool need to with fight saying that hard like, against it. Right, and I'm like, yo, it's I'm like, like I'm still happy. I'm not like constantly plagued by <laughs> fucking guilt. Right, you know, like I it's just, just fine. And I don't feel persecuted. Things. I don't feel persecuted no. for just knowing, you know my place right right and 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 being critical and 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 understanding nuance like uh and again the shamelessness of using a black fucking art form to do this is just uh, it's really fucked up it's, worse it's than, really fucked it's up. worse than dd king it's it's really bad yes it is worse than dd king because it's also maintaining this you know really problematic shitty ideology that is really infectious for fucking you know for white men most like most of them who who are just unable and unwilling um to do that critical thinking and they just would rather not so let's let's say that the real enemy is anybody who says that systemic oppression is a thing yeah it's definitely their fault speaking of like uh toxic ideologies should we move on to the next oh uh, yep next shit <laughs> yeah yep let's do it oh uh, man so this is a deep cut this album is a uh, pretty um underground um but i found it and uh, now you have to hear it this is uh, <laughs> this is some alt-right stoner metal folks oh we're listening to ironic punishment division off their album trigger warning this is deplorable. <laughs> Track one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> what a fucking loser. I know. What a fucking loser. This dude sat in his bedroom on GarageBand writing fucking Black Sabbath ripoff tracks just to own the libs. <laughs> just about. There's like Hillary laughing like samples in the end and her saying like the mascot of deplorables. Like, and him saying. <laughs> him saying shit like <laughs> it's unacceptable to undermine who we chose and shit like it's all all the lyrics are about trump and like pizzagate and stuff <laughs> dude yeah isn't there a song on this album that's like about anthony weiner it's like all right all right buddy you put this out and again trump what he's he's, he's <laughs> fuck christ i never forget it not even for a moment um yeah, like, what are you, who are you rebelling against? Like, who are you fucking, like, this is, like, actually, you, the Black Sabbath uh, line reminded me of the Rate My Music uh, review that I saw that said it sounds like Black Sabbath being played by a racist potato. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, you, do you remember where the name, I, do you remember where the name Ironic Punishment I Division do, comes from? I actually from? just found out, like, I was looking the other day. It's from The Simpsons, Yeah, right? it's from The Simpsons. Yeah. The, it's where they send Homer in hell. 
uh, where he has to oh, yeah. like just eat yes. like um, a shitload of donuts for eternity. <laughs> yep, yep. And he's like fine with it. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's fitting that the name comes from The Simpsons because this dude sounds like Hans Moleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does, dude. It's more like borable. Like it just shit is fucking so monotone and terrible. It's it sounds like it definitely sounds like it fucking. And this is my third reference to Threaten, but I guess maybe it did have an impact on me in my life. It's like if Tom McDonald joined Threaten, like <laughs> it's like. If you... Well, there's no joining anything. This is clearly right. one dude. One dude. Well, that was Threaten too. He played every single. He played every single instrument. Yeah, yeah. On the album, so that's the thing. Except it's it's, but it's racist and it's and they use oh, the word so xenophobic, which I was actually impressed by their vocabulary. Well, I'm glad they know what that means. But well, yeah, well, but he's just saying like xenophobic, sexist, racist. Call us what you will. It's like okay, okay. It's like, all right, well, yeah, yeah, you, uh, you, you are, are all those things. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> yes, you are. Yeah, there's this whole this right wing like. Now they're like saying now they they treat um these words like they're slurs against them like as if it's <sighs> as if it's not earned by their fucking every <laughs> right, fiber of their th- being. You know what you could do is you could use your music to be like, "Oh yeah, these things are shitty or like racism's bad but instead you're like people call us racists okay <laughs> that's well, mean yeah. well i'm gonna we own like them that. i'm gonna own them with uh my trigger warning album i'll call it trigger warning <laughs> oh, so I'm they so get triggered. triggered i'm so triggered i am so hey, bored hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> i just picture this guy as being uh, like a three a foot goblin. tall goblin yeah, <laughs> yeah dude uh, ironic punishment like division when... come on the show please dude let's let's hash this out yeah he spent all that time keyboard warrioring and, and eventually translated that into I'll do this with with instruments um <laughs> yeah it's really it's really 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 bad the mix is atrocious oh it's so bad it's so boring too it's just ugh, if you're gonna trigger me like at least put some effort into it Tom McDonald was was at least trying <laughs> yeah yeah this is definitely somehow Tom McDonald is like a way more talented than this, <laughs> this I know yeah we loser. took a deep dive down and this guy knows how to like, play guitar uh, um, it's kind of so, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With like the like cheapest drum packs, just like the preset on the garage band. Yikes. Man, right. it's pretty bad. It's, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah, this is this is real bad. I think this is worse than uh whatever Captain Jazz put out was our second from last year. Our our second Smush that cocoon. Worse, yeah, smoosh <laughs> yeah, I'd 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 smoosh a cocoon over this for sure. <laughs> Um, um, which... No, that was Joan of Arc. To be fair, that wasn't Cap and Jazz. Oh, whatever, same thing. Anyway, yeah, that was terrible. What could possibly <laughs> be worse than this? I bet all the stoppies are asking now. What could be worse than Tom McDonald and fucking uh, <laughs> ironic punishment division? Where could we possibly go from here? What in 2018, in the year of our Lord 2018, last year, uh, is fucking garnering this top spot well it can only be one fucking artist it can only be one group the ultimate our fucking boys the number ones fucking broken side still at it in 2018 broken side baby they're still doing it and they're still the worst fucking band in the world in the world god bless them it's the the one superlative they'll ever win (laughs) i'm giving them a blue medal they they really Fucking oh! They released a new album called Zero to Broken Side, <laughs> which, which the album art is, which, <laughs> is so funny. It's just a fucking like soundboard and like a concert hall that's uh it been exploded in. 
and it's like a red, there's wreckage. Because it just can't handle them. Can't handle the broken side, or maybe like it was a it was a literal like great white tragedy, and everyone was trying to escape the building because the music was so terrible, and then it exploded. So we will be reviewing this album uh, for oh, the fiftieth yes. episode of of Make It Stop yep. if we make it that far, which I think we will. We're gonna make it that so far. So that'll be you know you'll you'll hear that next season. Um, but for now, we'll give you a little taste <laughs> little with taste. what I think is the worst track on the album. Uh, track 15. And therefore, <laughs> the worst track in, in, existence. The, in existence. Okay. There's a lot to chew on in that fucking song. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, god There's bless a lot them. to to choke on and and then puke up on that song. <laughs> god bless Broken Side. Thank the Lord for Broken Side. It's yeah, we'll never be out of a job except this isn't a job because I really don't get paid anything at all for it. But um, we 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 will ensure our own existence as long as Broken Side <laughs> exists in the world. Wow. It's amazing how long it's been since the first album and they still sound like 13-year-old girls. Oh, my God. Crunk core goes reggaeton. Why? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting hearing the crunk core sound adapt to the modern rap landscape. Like, they're doing, like, the triplet flow now. Oh. And fuck, but they're still, like, screaming. And it's still the cheapest sounding fucking beats. Oh, yes. Oh, it definitely it still sounds like a Nokia ringtone. And then, like... <laughs> The the fucking auto tune and the screeching and the fact that there is a breakdown which is literally a dude puking. <laughs> yeah, that was not us in the studio no! reacting to the song. That was actually included as part of oh the fucking god. track. Oh my god! So okay, so Mike, you listen to the other songs on this album. Like, tell what's what's up with our dudes, or do we not want to spoil it because we have an episode about it? But well, like, well, I can tell you, they give us some highlights. I guess Low they, lights. I guess they are at least one of them is Latino, even though if you look. <laughs> at them they look very white but you know i'm not trying to assume anyone's racial makeup just, here but i just i question ba- we we assume based on the fact that there are people who decided that this music is good and right. generally the, the common denominator is it's white men that are surrounded by other white men that are like yes this is a great idea yeah on the show in general so uh, it's but fair yeah, assumption but it's also a fair assumption that maybe they're not actually right. uh, latino and they just uh, they just think that because they're from new mexico that means they can claim mexican they're, Mex- heritage. they're mexican yeah, yeah right <laughs> I eat tacos. I'm Mexican, <laughs> right? That's how it works. Um, yeah, the, it's 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 crazy. This this album it 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 pulls a lot from uh, from trap, uh, and uh, and from yeah they they really in, in addition to this song Wave, there's also marijuanos where they talk about <laughs> oh, yeah. ma- just young marijuana smoking macho <laughs> and like there's fucking there's a lot of uh, Latin Latin flavor, yeah. but it's, it is that classic broken side sound too. You know they they really they they keep it they keep it. Uh, they want to make sure that you moving. always it feels like a dentist drilling into your skull yes, <laughs> every time very they hit shrill, a, a note. Yeah, very shrill. Uh, you know, uh, uh samples. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the part where it goes. Oh my fucking god, that shit was litty. <laughs> also, 
Like, yeah, who is going to fucking Broken Side concerts and getting fucking litty? Like, who that is, is a good question. Who I, is who is out there? It's a, it's for a small these guys. group. I uh, they I checked. They have fifty four thousand monthly listens on Spotify. So I mean, that's not. That's not nothing. That's not nothing, but it's not a lot. But it's you almost know, it's, a, it's, a, it's some it, devotees. It, it, that should be our goal. That it's needs to a, be our goal yeah. for our podcast. Is we need to get as many monthly listens as fucking Broken Side does, and then we can have them on the pod. And then we'll have them on the pod. Yeah, and then we'll we fight to the clout, death. We, we'll hit them up. We'll say, look, we have the exact same <laughs> amount of clout. Let's do this thing. <laughs> 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 and just you know, crab walk all over. Each I want to pour one out for my dude, the the pig vocals guy who's not in the group anymore. Oh, no. The one who goes. Where, the one who goes <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to pour one out or do we want to congratulate that man for getting a job? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he's dead or if he just oh, grew yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Yeah, let's see. What what are the comments? They have eight comments on their new album out now announcement. Jesus Sandals says, like I told all my friends, Broken Side will never die. <laughs> Only get better. And then Beginning says, man, you guys fucking killed it and then buried it, then dug it out dug out up then brought it back to life then killed it again then ate it then shat it out all over everybody else nice album 10 out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> that did not that was not what i thought they were saying <laughs> right exactly I and they yet, were like so this like... is like a like a digested a twice digested <laughs> turd 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 <laughs> i mean actually accurate yeah if if right um again if 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 we're judging things based on uh how terrible they are 10 out of 10 yeah great. i mean really out, great. it is it, it is, is the superlatively worst. bad it's superlatively it is bad. they're it's impressive it's impressive they're still doing it you know that they that they still think <laughs> they should they <laughs> they have that much drive and the wherewithal to just soldier on despite all evidence to the contrary that this of the it, this thing's right to exist it has none it should not it's a, it's an abomination but and yet here we are it's our abomination it keeps happening they keep getting away with it Oh, they man. have like six or seven albums at this point. Oh, and crazy. people are still okay. There are still people with usernames like little dot f x k c or c k i n g like fucking dot disaster saying my favorite moment this year was graduating high school and getting way too lit at my graduation party <laughs> listening to this. Oh no! What? Oh no! Please, what? someone save her. Oh, someone, they're predators. Help I'm her. sure they're predators. Ugh. And oh, and oh. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Oh, it's a, it's a. I do feel like it is appropriate because there's so much that I I've wanted to purge about 2018, and I do have like the sympathetic gag reflex in this in this song that like helps me, you know. This is this uh, it's this time to cleanse. This is fitting for 2018. This right. fits with the with the culture yes. at large right now and what's going on in the country. Like Broken Side is about on par. Yeah. The weird, like, Latin, like, appropriation, Latino culture appropriation, the terrible auto-tune, um, the, you know, the screeching <laughs> into the void. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, on brand. On brand for them <sighs> and on brand for us. I mean, really, these end-of-year episodes are, are ways for us to look inward <laughs> and question everything about a society and a culture that would enable things like this to happen. Well, I'm just glad. Uh, I'm going to take a little... I mean, aside from the albums we have to do for the show, I'm going to take a little break from 
researching bad albums for yeah. a few months and just enjoying my time off before I start meticulously <laughs> researching the bad albums of 2019 for right. next year's episode. Right. So we can't wait to hear them. <laughs> so Stoppies, this is uh, this is the worst thing I have to do in my life is put together this list. Thank you for uh, you know for for listening because it's. I guess it makes it kind of <laughs> worth it. I don't know. I probably shouldn't. Probably should just skip It'll make this it worth conceit. it once we have 5,000 listeners yeah, I guess. monthly. Fi- no, 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 we'll... no. 54,000. Oh, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Well, we'll get there someday. And then <laughs> sure. we'll, you know, and then if we don't fucking kill ourselves first. No. Yikes. No, we're here. We're no, here, Stoppies. We're here for you. My mental health is actually great. No, mine's okay. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, temperature it's, check. It's, uh, it's, I don't know. <laughs> we'll Let's cut not this. go there. No, you keep it in. Everyone should know. <laughs> Everyone should. Yeah, it's hard out here. It's hard out here for a Stoppie. And we know that. We empathize. It's been a rough year. And we are so grateful, once again, for all of you spending it with us, um, you know, listening to our episodes, supporting us, uh, you know, retweeting us and tagging us and uh, responding to our shit. We really appreciate it. Um, I want to make an appeal, you know, to all of you. If you do, if you did enjoy, if you do enjoy what we do, um, be cool. Tell a friend, you know, because if you have, if you like this and you probably have cool friends who also like bad shit and they would probably appreciate it. And then if you tell a friend, then we are getting just a little bit closer to our inevitable goal of fucking out outplaying Broken Side on a monthly basis <laughs> so that we can crab walk fucking duel to the death. <laughs> <laughs> we'll win, Stoppies. We got this. Uh, got it in the bag. <laughs> all right. All right. Next episode, we're going to be talking country. Uh, in the meantime, country. check out the... Check out the best of and worst of 2018 playlist that I'm going to be posting up and uh, like and subscribe on uh, whatever plod- podcast platform you use. We're up there on uh, iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. Yep. We're on Stitcher. We're on Spotify, whatever you prefer. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at Make It Stop Podcast. At Make It Stop Cast. At Make It Stop Cast. Yep. And. Uh, Heather, you do this part. I forget. You're doing a good job. I'm mostly there. So yeah, at Make It Stop Cast on Instagram and Facebook as well. And uh, at www.makeitstoppodcast.com. You can go check it all out. Um, we appreciate you. Uh, we don't appreciate any of the artists that we uh, discussed here today yeah, at the, all. Everyone that we discussed needs to fucking cease immediately. Cease and desist. Uh, but we'll never stop, Stoppies. We do it for you. Bye. Bye. The Make It Stop podcast is recorded at the Boston Free Radio podcast studio located at Somerville Media Center in Union Square in Somerville. It is produced and edited by Heather McCormick, and the music that we use for our show has been produced by Patrick Andrew. Thanks for listening. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.